0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is going on, Charlotte Hornets fans? Welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast, a part of the Believe Podcast Network. I am your host, Darian Thomas, and i I've already recorded one episode earlier today to release tomorrow. So, by today, today is March 28th. It's a Tuesday. I recorded an episode before the game tonight uh, to put out Wednesday. 29th, when you'll be hearing that, but then the Charlotte Hornets played a heck of a game against the OKC Thunder on the road, so I had to talk about it. So, you will be getting two episodes this fine Wednesday. I'm not going to make this long just because I just had work, like I said, I have that other 20 minute, I think it is, long episode. But like I said, that was before this, and I just felt like I would be doing you a disservice if I did not talk about this game. So really, I'm just going to break down the stats just in case you missed the game. And I really want to hear your thoughts, so make sure you sound off in the comments or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Like I said, you if you... Anytime time, want to just talk Hornets basketball with me? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Truzbuzz T R U Z Z B U Z Z and we can talk about the Hornets all day if you want because this is one of my favorite things to do. But before we get in that real quick, I want to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Use the code in the description below um, and make sure you bet responsibly. So. Let's go ahead and talk about it. So the Charlotte Hornets had a heck of a game against the OKC Thunder. They won 137 to 134. And the reason this game is so special is because while Shea was out for OKC, everybody else played for them, all their starter, all their starting players. And they're a playing team of, of, you know, uh, they're on the edge of being a playoff team without even having to go through the play in because the West is so crazy. But the Charlotte Hornets on our end had everyone out. Everyone you could imagine. Lamella Ball, Kelly Oubre, Terrell Zier, Gordon Hayward, Mark Williams, and Dennis Smith Jr. were all out. Cody Martin as well, if you want to mention that. And so our starting lineup was Teo Maladons, V. Mikhailu, Bryce McGowan, PJ Washington, and Nick Richards. That is what we put out there against the OKC starter lineup, which consisted of Joe, uh, Josh giddy uh, Isaiah Joe, Lou Dort, Jalen Williams, and Jalen Williams. So Jalen Williams from Santa Clara, and then Jalen Williams from Arkansas. That little just say it like that. So that that's basically their starter lineup. The only person they're missing is Shea, which but we're missing everybody. But this team played their butts off tonight. PJ Washington had a career high of forty three points. He um he shot what he what he shoot because I'm looking at stats now. He shot six. 16 for 24 from the field. Uh, He shot six for seven from the free throw line and five for nine from three. P.J. Washington could not be stopped. And literally, he could not be stopped because when he was able to get to the basket, P.J., you need to work on your dribbling a little more. But that's not what you're here for anyway. But he did struggle a little bit with his dribbling. But when he was able to get to the basket, no one on OKC could stop him. I mean, P.J. is strong. I think he's also very agile and just does have he does have a soft touch. And so he was finishing a lot of and one. And I think P.J. just played a terrific game. Also, he has some spot up threes. he was hitting just, I think PJ scored all kinds of ways today, tonight. And I, I mean, I couldn't be more impressed. Some pick and pop opportunities, a pick and roll opportunities, and then just him creating a shot on his own, which is something you know he would have to do with this kind of lineup, despite having um Tail Maldon who had nine assists. Is something that is oh, it's V. McHale-Luk had at eight. I didn't notice V. Makai had at eight, but yeah, PJ Washington played his butt off and really. Carried this team to this victory. And I mean, everyone played well, but just PJ just exceptionally well. And we can talk about the other guys as well. I mean, like I said, Jim I'm a fan. If, if I said it on Twitter, if the Hornets have a spot open and she is not taking anyone's spot, you you got to bring it back. I think he's an excellent player. He's already probably our best three-point shooter, and he just knows the game so well. He can affect the game in so many ways. We don't have too many guys where, that can affect the game the way he can when they're not scoring. I mean, he, he had 18 tonight, 6 for 13 from the field, uh, 2 for 5 from 3, so he definitely was doing his fair share of scoring, but... He had three steals. All his steals led to the uh, baskets, and he had two blocks as well. And then he's just very instinctive on defense. He's not going to lock anybody up, but he's just a very cerebral player, and I think we need that. I, I really would like V back. I would definitely would want to see the numbers, but I definitely would like him back. I think I think we need him, Um, and hopefully a team that, you know, because I feel like the teams that, you know, in contention could really use a – excuse me a guy like him so they might have the money to take him away from us considering we got a lot going on with pj and then rookies on top of that but see mckay look i think uh we we should consider bringing back tail Maladon. is another guy i I wouldn't be i wouldn't be mad at i know he's on a two-way but he had 19 points nine assists and four rebounds four blocks for tail Maladon. and there were some times where he would literally follow josh giddy to the paint was it josh giddy I believe it was Josh Giddy, Like, he would guard Josh giddy, Josh Giddy would get all the way to the basket and tail would just block it. Uh, especially at the end there. one One specifically in the fourth quarter. So, I think that Tao Mildon is an excellent player. I think he's a good change of pace. He's a crafty playmaker, uh, and I think that's another reason why this offense scored as many points as they did. Also, OKC's defense isn't all that. They're good for a young team, for sure, because uh, young teams typically don't have a good defense, but they're not all that on defense. But Tail Mildon, I think his craftiness really was what helped spark this team's offense, and also PJ going nuclear, but I think Tao just did a really good job of running his offense. v 2 V as well. He's not really necessarily you know, passing guys open or anything like that. But he just knows how to make the right play. And I think that's what led to his eight assists. Also, Bryce McGowan, I think, looked a lot more comfortable. He had 11 points. He could look at that and be like, oh, well, it's only 11 points. But he just didn't look as timid as he normally does. So shout out to Bryce McGowan's there. Uh, Nick Richards had an excellent game for 14 points, 11 rebounds. There was times where I do want him to be a better, uh, better rim deter uh, a rim defender or whatever you want to call it but I mean it is it is what it is his offensive rebounding ability is insane it's one of probably one of the best I would say uh I mean it, it just depends who you want to say who who's up there for offensive rebounding ability but I think Nick Ridges is a really good offensive rebounder uh he had four tonight and seven rebounds and seven defensive rebounds so I think that Nick Richards is just going to be a valuable player in this team going forward. So I'm glad we got him locked up for the next three years. Uh, James Booknight also made an appearance tonight. Um, and James Booknight, I think he played pretty decent. I mean, he he didn't shoot as well as you would want to, but five assists, four rebounds. And he just looked a lot more comfortable. I, I think it all really, all it was, his shot just wasn't falling. that's what it was. I don't think it was anything mental. I don't think that he psyched himself out. I think his shot just wasn't falling. And sometimes that happens, especially for shooters, you know, but shooters shoot. And so I hope that he can just continue to take this momentum and continue uh, playing the way he's been playing uh, as of late, uh, just being aggressive as he is and just finish out the season strong for sure. Uh, Kai Jones, excellent, excellent game. Um, He had 12 points, 14 rebounds, which might be his first double-double. I'm not sure. I actually need to look that up. I think Kai Jones is an excellent player. I think he's really can make a his you know, I think he can really make a print on this team. I think that he can really be a valuable player for this team. I think he just needs to get the at basketball IQ part down it's not that he doesn't know basketball it's just there's certain things that i feel as though he's just not comfortable doing yet and that comes from time playing basketball i mean we let's not forget i know that you know he's been in league this is year two now but he played bass he didn't start playing basketball till really late and then also he played at texas where sometimes he basically was a small four he's just a lot and i know that you know something get impatient with him but i think kai jones has come a long way I, i think the only thing that i would you know, talk about with his game specifically tonight is that he had a problem hedging over um to protect the basket. And that uh, he was just afraid to leave his guy. But with all these guys freshly new playing on the court together, this is a crazy lineup. I I get that he doesn't necessarily I wouldn't say he doesn't trust his teammates to rotate over, but he just doesn't know that his teammates got his back and will rotate over because I think the rotations have been very crisp uh, as of late. And I think that's what's led to this team being a top 10 defense since February 10th, which I mentioned in the previous podcast that you will also be listening to hopefully today, earlier today. You'll probably listen to that before you listen to this, unless you just want to see what the Hornets about the Hornets and OKC. Uh, Lastly, I want to talk about is JT Thor, who played 36 minutes. I did not realize he played 36 minutes. Minutes, but now that I think about it, he was on the floor a lot and he was doing a lot of things. One thing about JT Thor is that we know that his defense is there, and I think he did a really good job. I think he, 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 there was times he was guarding the roll man on the pick and roll. There was a time he was just guarding the ball handler, and there was times he would still swing out to the wing and guard the gut and guard the corner three. He was doing everything on defense, and that's something we know that JT Thor can do. It was just more so can his offense be good enough to keep him on the floor because his defense definitely will get. Him on his defense will get him on the floor. Can his offense keep him on the floor? And tonight it did. He did just that. I mean, fourteen points, six rebounds, four assists. He has an excellent, excellent pass. I believe the PJ in the paint. Uh, I think it was that was in the third quarter, and I could be wrong, but it was it was a great pass nonetheless. I think, and it was in traffic in the paint. It was it was a good pass, but. One for five from three, and you're not really mad at one for five for three, considering he was six for eleven from the field, and he played good defense. I mean, you're just not going to be mad at it at all. His plus minus was three. Kai Jones had a seventeen plus minus. That's that, that's really good. And then Tail out of one hundred thirteen. So those were, excuse me, uh, those were the plus minuses for this game. But overall, I think this was a great game. I think Steve Clifford did a good job of just getting these guys hype. I think. You know, one thing I was concerned about is with teams, with everyone missing time. What about guys like uh, Dennis Smith Jr.? He's kind of like the rah-rah guy, you know, on the the floor. Him and Kelly Oubre, but Kelly Oubre out, you know. But, I mean, Kelly Oubre is still doing this. They show Kelly Oubre every chance they got. He was hyping the guys up on the bench. But Dennis Smith Jr. was doing – I mean, he was doing the same, hyping guys up off the bench. But it was just like, are are we really going to miss that with them not being on the floor? And It didn't seem like it. I mean, it seemed like they were just able to, you know, their energy was coming from the bench, and it, it just helped height the team. I think P.J. also did have, like, a certain edge to him in this game, especially when he caught fire and just knew he was on fire. So I think this team just overall just did an excellent job of beating a very good team. I think is a very good team. I think they're just a young team. I mean, I feel like you add a year or two of experience to these guys, and we're not having this conversation of, would they be in the play-in or would they not, or would they make the playoffs or would they not? It was a ve- It's a very talented team, even without Hey, I think this team's very talented. I mean, you have Josh Giddy, both Jalen Williams, you have Isaiah Joe. You I mean, you have a lot of guys here. Lou Dort you just have a lot of guys here that can really make a difference. And I, I mean, like I said, I think this team is, I think it's a very talented team. So shout out to the Hornets for going on the road and beating this team. I love this. If this is our uh, villain story, then I'm, I'm happy for it. But anyway, I really want to keep this short because like I said, I am releasing that other podcast earlier. Uh, so yeah, I just want to make sure, but. Yeah, I mean, you're getting two podcasts today, so I hope you enjoy that. I'm sorry that this one's shorter. Um, if I probably should have waited, maybe to just record the podcast, but I don't like staying up too late because right now it's 11:22, and I've been working on trying to go to bed early. Because if y'all met me. Two, three months ago. I literally stayed up till two every day, even though I had to work. And I wouldn't be doing anything. I would just be sitting on Madden or watching basketball highlights or just watching basketball in general. Uh so or FIFA, I'll be playing that. It's just i will be doing everything and just relaxing. I mean that was my time to relax, but I try to go to bed early now. It's, it's, it's better for you. And I feel better when you going to bed early. So those of you who stay up late all the time for no reason, like I was, make sure you stay, make sure you get your rest. But anyway, that does it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm I'm glad you tuned into the Believe in Hornets podcast. Uh, make sure you like a like I said, leave five stars, leave a comment on wherever you listen to podcasts. I know most of you listen on Apple Music, and I know you can give this five stars. So go ahead and give this five stars. Give us a rating. We need that rating. It helps helps me. It helps believe and it helps you because if you help me, I can help you provide the best content that I can. And that's all I want to do. And let, you know, if you get this up, this will become my job. And if this became my job, the content would be insane. So yeah, just go ahead, make sure you rate the podcast five stars and make sure you comment and just let me know anything you want to talk about Charlotte Hornets basketball related. And after that, I'll give a bit of do, I guess I'll see you guys next time. Peace.